uh, used up all of our time. Although now I feel more energized. Oh, good. <laughs> so not you. Okay. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Uh, no, you just completely drained me, but we'll see what I can come up with. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the best I can as yeah. usual. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Welcome to It Sounded Like a Good Idea at the Time, the weekly podcast that you are super thankful for this week and hopefully every week. My name's Caroline. I'm Long, and I'm Hannah. <laughs> and we're so glad you joined us today. Yep. Um, Thanksgiving week. We're coming off of a great week. Last week, we had our new friends, um, Angela and Alana from Exposing SMG, and we have been obsessing over having them back again. So we can't wait to do that sometime soon, too. Um, here's what I learned. Oh, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, here's what I learned from having them on the podcast. I cannot be a celebrity. I, Oh, right. I crush my own spirits by that. But listen, they hyped this up in a big way on their blog, on Twitter. And I was refreshing comments, like literally nobody's business to see what they said about us. And I'm like, I cannot (laughs) be a celebrity because I would Google myself, which is always like the first rule not to do. Right. Right. I would do is Google myself all day. I do no work. Well, um, back when I was food blogging several years ago, um, someone left like a somewhat mean comment on one of my posts, someone I obviously didn't know. I know they, they, they were like really upset because like their recipe didn't turn out. And it was something I remember thinking like it could be, um, you know how like a different, uh, elevation thing like you know some things don't turn out like if you're oh, yeah 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 at in a different elevation yeah. yeah and but whatever it was just like super it was like well now i've wasted all these ingredients <laughs> thanks for nothing like it was so mean That's and so i mean. wasn't over it for like the longest time so like i could never <laughs> like i i couldn't handle my own social for sure like if i ever that's true, that's, any sort of big name that's probably why you were private for so long um well i still <laughs> want to know who gave two people left us two star reviews and i'm like reveal, yourself, reveal yourself immediately yeah. never speak to me again but first tell me your name so yeah. i can hit you openly um speaking of comments on food blogs there's an account i follow on instagram um of course, I'm not going to know it right now. I will interject in a minute. But it is screenshots of comments on recipes. And they delight me because, you know, it's like I said <laughs> literally everything in this recipe yes. is just OK. It's like I followed yeah. zero steps and I hated it. Yeah, this didn't turn out. I don't know what went wrong, but I hate this. I hate you. <laughs> yes, I think these are all specifically from New York Times recipes and it it cracks me up. That's hilarious. I need to follow that account. Tell me when you think of it and we'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. We all could use a little more of that levity yeah. right now. Um, I, I just, I don't know. Sometimes I just live for comments. I'm just like, but, but I mean, I know they say like, you don't want to get lost in the comment void or whatever, right. but I'm like, spill it. I need to know what you're all thinking. <laughs> I, <laughs> I need to know if I judge void. you or not. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's my comfort zone. Um, okay, um, the account is called NY Times Cooking Comments. I don't know why I okay. didn't think of it, but it is just screenshots of cooking comments and the bio kills me. Their line is a little too salty, which is <laughs> very clever. So Yes, yes. That <laughs> is very clever. That's, I mean... I I think I would find that funny because it was it's all about the way I would take that in. If I was just reading it on a website, I would rage. Like oh, I would sure. absolutely I would be like I you're the worst. But um that's like, you know, on Amazon reviews and stuff when people are like one star shipping was late. Package was exactly what yes. I wanted and I love it. And I'm like 
or like people on Goodreads, this is a big thing that authors are always talking about is people will rate a book on Goodreads low, like low before they even read it. Cause they're like, Oh, I don't like the art, the cover art or <sighs> like some, something like that. Or I know I, I read the, um, a book, Colson Whitehead's first book, I think underground railroad. Yeah. Um, and I went on, to see the reviews after I read it and someone gave it like two stars because they were like, it was really good. I'm just burnt out on books about slavery right now. I'm like, cool. Well, that's not his fault. So <laughs> do you know who else is probably burnt out on slavery? <laughs> exactly. Like, tell us more about how slavery is hard for you. Yeah, slavery is really bringing White you down. Yeah, right. Cool. <laughs> like, I'm just like, did you really, you really couldn't just like, no one can be objective. Like I pride myself on being objective. <laughs> I'm like, objectively, you're an idiot. <laughs> well, that's why I just don't leave reviews on Goodreads when it is. Yeah. Oh, I don't either. Way too I do much stars. Structure. Yeah, I do stars, but then it's always like trying to prompt me to leave reviews. And I'm like, I can't right. do this. And I always well, Because out. people are into it. Like if you are leaving reviews on Goodreads, you're like a community because yes. like people were are always like back and forth and they're like, thank you for this really good review. This was really well said. I'm like, Whoa, should I be in this? Like, right. Well, that's how I feel even about Yelp reviews. I'm like, there is too much pressure because people like take this on as a full time yeah. situation. And I'm like, I can't do it. And they use your review to consume or not consume something, you yes. know, whether it's dinner or a book or whatever. And I'm like, Ooh, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna be part of that. <laughs> and there's just too much that is like so subjective. Like, um, our listener, Rachel leaves such good book reviews on yes, her Instagram. She and really I, does. every time I finish a book, I scroll through to see if she's read it. But even yeah. then we don't always agree with the end of the book. Like we really love you and I both really loved the gifted school. Uh-huh. And she didn't love it. And I'm like, see, I can't like, because I don't want to lead someone astray. I don't want to either way. Like, I don't want right. to dislike something that somebody would really like. And I don't want to like something a lot that somebody might not like. It's too much pressure. Yeah. She is very good at reading, at rating things objectively. And I yes. love that. Like, I love if you can say like, this wasn't for me, but this is who it could be for. Yes, absolutely. Or, you know, like reviewing things amongst friends. Like that's different because it's like, if you like this kind of thing, you'll like it. Not like this was trash and I hated it. Like she, you know, she'll say, and like, I think good reviewers will say this objectively was fine. It had a lot of hype. It didn't live up to it for me, blah, blah. blah. Like right. I, I, I like her reading her inside on books as well. Well, just this weekend, I finished um, Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed, um, which I texted you that I really wanted you to read. Um, and I knew that she had reviewed it, but I, couldn't remember what her review said because it had been a while since she'd done it. And she, her review was dead on to how I felt about it. Like I probably, I always default to giving something like five stars. She had not, but our conclusion was the same. And so I DM'd her immediately. I was like, here's what I finished. And then we had like a long chat about it because I, it was like, I had to process it all with her. I read somewhere that on, according to like the Goodreads star thing, that like, oh shoot, what what was it? It was like three stars is like a really good book for, oh, it was like not what you'd think. Oh, interesting. And I'm like, well, I've really not been rating books correctly. <laughs> oh yeah, because I only ever five star stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. I, I'm just, I could never, because then I'm like, what if I ever met these authors? Right. <laughs> I'm not going to give them anything less than four stars. I'll do four sometimes. Um, if it's not, if I really didn't like it, I just won't put a star rating. Usually. Well, I usually feel like if I didn't like it, 
I don't know that there's some, something fundamentally wrong with the book. Though when right. we read, we you and I both read Never Have I Ever, and we yep. both really liked it. But there is like a real weird storyline thrown in, and yes. I think that I rated that one a four because I was like, this just felt very unnecessary. It was not, it was not based on if I liked the book because I did. It was just like, ah, this fundamentally in the book did not need to go here. Right. I wonder what I, I wonder what I rated that. I may not actually even start it. I either gave it four oh, or Oh, you know what? Nine. I gave it three stars. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay, bitch. That's a little. I know. Ooh, I'm not real happy about that. <laughs> Go here and change that. <laughs> Going to get you a book on compassion for Christmas. Exactly. 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 Um, I know that there's like a lot of Goodreads politics amongst authors. Like, oh, that's it, interesting. Just, just in the... What, like how how this how the how these things are done and stuff. But you know, um, then a book like Educated that we both read and were like stunned by uh-huh. the Goodreads comments, or maybe it was the Amazon reviews. I can't remember, but they were like, it was like reading a message board on a Facebook thread about vaccines because it was like arguing factuality of stuff. And I'm like, ah, this is so dramatic. I just want to read the book. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Looking through my reviews, it turns out I do give some three stars. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it looks like I'm not easy to please. I just found (laughs) one I didn't star called Searching for Sylvie Lee, and I can't remember the book at all. I don't know why I didn't star it at all. I wonder what it's about. Do you remember that? Nope. I feel like... Okay, I read it last summer, not this past summer, the summer before. So just pull that, pull that out of your memory. Well, I don't know. I just logged into mine for the first time in a really long time. And I am apparently still in progress of three books I never finished. So I guess that's how my start. Three? I have like 15. I have like 15 <laughs> that I haven't finished. It was like currently reading. I'm like, I don't know. I, I let all of those lapse. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, um, what else in the way of books you have going on? Oh, what I meant to say earlier before you interrupted me was uh, <laughs> Get out of here. after our episode <laughs> chock full of information last week, um, since we're coming up on the holidays, we are going to do a, sh- a bit of a, a shorter episode on mom entertainment. Oh, OK. Just a word I made up. That's, but I doesn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say entertainment for moms, but that doesn't really check out. We're all stuck at home now. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're all no, moms. You're all moms now. <laughs> yeah, we're all moms now. Yeah, that mundane <laughs> feeling you're feeling, that's motherhood. <laughs> right. Welcome. How bored you are. <laughs> Generally you on you edge. Do things. <laughs> right. You wish you could be a part of society. Yeah, welcome. Freedom. yeah. Welcome to parenthood. <laughs> yeah. This is the content you're going to want to. Uh, uh, tune in for because this is the yeah. stuff you can watch that's not in theaters. <laughs> right, turn up the volume, folks. This is your time. Right, exactly. Um, anyway, so, okay, let's talk books first. What all books do you have going on? So you just said, say that one again. I just finished reading Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. I loved it and it is one that I will be... I loved it in that... I read it really quickly and it will have me thinking about it for a really long time. It challenged me and how I think about race relations in a big way. Um, And every character was flawed in a way that was super relatable. I loved it. Um, If you have not read it, I highly recommend. I 
think it was on Reese Witherspoon's book club. And I tend to not read book club books because I just don't care about hype, but I did really like that. Um, and now I am reading, um, I wanted something in the way of thrillers. And so, so I checked out two books of literally the exact same title. One, <laughs> one is called Such a Perfect Wife by Kate White. And one is called The Perfect Wife by J.P. Delaney. <laughs> so there's oh, really a whole theme here. And then I have a third one checked out called The Third Wife by Lisa Jewell. Okay. So, well, wait, we know. read that one, I thought. Uh, I think you and I, we already- I think you and Heather did. I have not read it. Okay, I we have like- read a Lisa Jewell book, but now I have okay. a bunch of hers checked out. But such a perfect wife. Well, I've just got to go to my list. Okay, such a perfect wife is not to be confused with the perfect wife or the third wife um, or the last widow, which we also read and loved. <laughs> okay, maybe um, that's nothing. I have not read the third wife. Okay, the according last to w- my. <laughs> Your Goodreads. Should I read it? It looks intriguing. Okay. Yes. Yes. You keep going. I'll just be on Goodreads. Perfect. The Last Widow by Karen Slaughter (laughs) was one that you and I both read and really loved. Um, Yes, 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 yes. Such a Perfect Wife is told from the perspective of a journalist covering a missing persons case um, where a wife was kidnapped on her daily run or maybe kidnapped. Um, But she is as a journalist entering the scene and whatever. Okay, wait, it's such a perfect wife. Such a perfect wife. Okay. Such a perfect wife. By Kate, Kate White. White. Okay. Borrowed. <clears throat> yeah. That one is available. It doesn't look like there's holds. If anyone is looking in our Charlotte Mecklenburg library system. <laughs> yes. Um, and then let's see, I finished the Catherine McKenzie book. You can't catch me, um, which had twists that I wasn't expecting. Um, and Good I, twist. yes, I will say I have loved every single Catherine McKenzie book I've ever read. This one I liked a lot, but not as much as her other ones. I would still recommend okay. it, but it just so you know, it is a weaker of her all super fantastic ones. She's the one who is not typically on available for eBooks for she is not our library system, right? And right in our library, but if you have Kindle Unlimited, like I do, <laughs> yes, which you accidentally pay for. Let's not. <laughs> okay, well, I haven't canceled it knowingly. So, um, and then just as <laughs> I think I confirmed for you like two weeks ago that you're actually paying for it. So let's again, well, let's just make sure we're all on the same page here. Just in, as an addendum to myself. Um, I did give a book called Supper Club by Laura Williams two stars one time, and I remember Whoa. being angry about it. Okay, I, I would only do that if I was angry. Yeah, I I didn't. I was. I really truly did not like that book. Interestingly, our friend Leslie, who appeared on our show at the end of our last season. Um, just blogged about it and she has a different perspective on it that she's liking it. I did not personally like it and I'm happy to talk more about why. Um, I did not star Never Have I Ever and didn't star Never Have I Ever. That seems unfair. Oh, come on. And then I have given several three stars. So apparently I'm not as generous as I thought. We're all okay. So we're all pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Everything else is four or five. So I don't know. 
Oh, okay. So this one, this supper club looks kind of interesting. Okay. I thought so too. Okay. You know, now I want to check it out. Now I want to check it out because I'm curious. It is very different, but I, I would be interested in you reading it and letting me know. And then everything else in my library right now is all thrillery. Oh, I don't think I've talked about um, the book you recommended to me, The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Um, I flew through it and right. loved it. We might that have mentioned is, it. That's one that you can't put down. I can't remember if we did talk about that. Um, that's one that you can't put down. Like It's so good. It, I, I'm just so impressed with Lucy Foley. I've never read any of her other books, but I immediately would want to based on that one only. One thing that I thought that she did really, really well is use her setting which I don't tend to be like, I love a book setting. Um, right. But I felt like everything about how she painted the setting was it only ramped up the, the book. And I felt like you and I texted about this. Her pacing was impeccable. Yeah. Yes. Pacing can be so hard to master. I feel like, and it definitely, it really felt like the setting was a character yes, in and of itself. Completely. Like you felt like you were there and um, the way she paced it, like there wasn't, you know how like a lot of times we'll say, well, you know, give it a minute. You got it. It picks up it's once slow, you figure out what's all going it's on. Fine, yeah. Right. This one just is paced very well. Like from the beginning, you can't really, you're not really like, oh, I, well, I put it down, but I got to stick with it or whatever. Yeah. And this one was a little bit slow a slow isn't the right word it was just a a more tranquil start and then it just becomes kind of frenetic in like the best way it's great yes and there are a lot of layers to it as well yes and some of the twists i saw coming but not in a way that once they did happen i was like oh that was predictable i don't know that i i think i may have seen one thing coming but i'm much better at those kinds of things than you are so okay well we don't need to be offensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but how about you? What's on your shelves right now? Okay, well, everything you you tell me to read is on my shelves. Perfect. I like um, that power. I will say I um I talked uh, several weeks ago about Lee Bardugo, who I love. Yeah, yeah. Um, the books that she had out. Mm, well, now I can't remember. But I so I was like, oh, I've got to start this other one. So I started Ninth House, which I think is her latest one. And I don't know why I couldn't get into it. And I don't know if that's a product of, um, again, like Leslie has talked about before, um, you need to like basically sit down on a Saturday, open a book and say, this is what I'm doing today. Right. Or if it's just, I just what I, I don't know if I just like wasn't into it or if it was timing. Like, Sure. I feel like she is really good. It's a little different than her other. She her, her books that I read before are coming to Netflix. Oh. Um, it's a little bit more fantasy. This one is almost. I'm trying to compare it to something. It's almost like the Vampire Diaries meets um, the Magicians. If you've read the book or watched the show, and I no, didn't love the Magicians. Okay. Um. But the magicians was billed as like a adult Harry Potter. Got it. But I wouldn't. I don't know that I would go that far. But anyway, it, it was an interesting. <laughs> You're feeling vibe. very high on yourself, uh, magicians. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down. That would be like How, me. Like people are always telling me I look like Reese Witherspoon when like no one has. But I'm like, <laughs> I could see it. <laughs> I can see. I can totally. See. I say it to myself every day. Um, but. It was, it was an interesting thing. I do want to try it again, again, when I have like a Saturday to do that and like yeah. pick up a book or something like that. Um, but other than that, I haven't been reading very much um, because, you know, I've just been in like a 
TV mode. <laughs> and so I got all the things. Well, I was thinking maybe we should take a break and then get finish off our episode with some uh, TV and movie stuff. Okay, let's do that. All right, be back. Okay, so Hannah, the other day we met yes. at the neighborhood playground, correct? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You walked up to me. True with a handful of things and put them in my hand and said, these are for you. Yes. I opened my hand. (laughs) Yes. I opened my hand and said, Oh, they're hair ties. Uh About that level of enthusiasm. Yes. Um, Disappointingly for me. Well, and for me opening my hand to see those until (laughs) I realized what they were. Yes. Do you want (laughs) to give the big reveal or should I? Uh, you do it because I, you're the one who gave them to me. So I want okay, you to introduce true, the world. True. It's true that I am responsible. Uh, so hair ties are right. your new favorite hair tie. Um, they are eco-friendly. So it's basically just your regular, um, elastic hair tie, but you know how we're always losing them. They're always all over the place or yeah, I shed get, them. Yes, exactly. And now that both of us have daughters who are getting older and don't have baby hair anymore, it's like the easiest thing is usually just whatever ponytail holder we have in our bag to put in their hair. Um, So these are biodegradable. They have no plastic, eco-friendly. And that like any time I like have to throw something away, like say my recycling is like way over full. I'm just like picturing the turtle. (laughs) So it's like going to choke on it or whatever. Well, the worst thing that ever happened to me for many reasons was you moving. uh, And part of it is you took your compost away. Right, right, right. Now I'm destroying the earth. I have no other option. We are all responsible. You and I are responsible for this. That's right. You are responsible for this. (laughs) But now, yes, me again. But now thanks to me again. (laughs) Uh, at least, at least our hair ties will not be, will not be part of the problem. That's right. But you'll also, they hold super well. They don't yeah. hurt. Um, and I They're have really soft as well. Like I, my first thing I noticed was how soft they are. Yeah. And you and I have very different hair types and I yes. have very thick hair and mine, I'm actually wearing one right now. It is holding Me too. so well. Um, so yeah, I feel I've like I just a casual side braid all day and it's not, cha- it's not like come out at all. Yeah. And I don't want to lose it. Like I want to be more careful with them because yeah, I'm yeah. thrilled to have them. Yeah. They just feel better. Um, so Tara Ties sent us a pack of these to try and um, um, hundreds of millions of long haired people around the world use hair ties. And most of these are made of synthetic rubber and polyester. And these are materials that take thousands of years to biodegrade, if at all, just like those diaper. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is that- something I didn't think about. Yeah, I I really hadn't either <laughs> until this. So again, we're all very responsible. <laughs> uh, most hair ties end up either lost on the ground somewhere or in landfills, polluting our environment. So hair ties are plastic-free, 100% biodegradable. And unlike standard hair ties that are made of synthetic rubber and polyester, hair ties are made from natural rubber and organic cotton. In addition to being 100% biodegradable and having packaging made from recycled materials, which is also a plus. Oh, yeah. Uh, Terra ties are softer, thicker, and more durable. And yep, that checks out. We can confirm that. So, uh, you can go to terraties.com to check them out and get a pack for yourselves. These would be great stocking stuffers. A hundred percent. Any, uh, people with long hair in your life. I was going to say women, but that doesn't even work out in my family. Oh, that's true. <laughs> would work all for my brother too. So anyone who has long hair, check out Terra ties. 
Okay. So as I was asking you before you interrupted me and told me you yes. didn't want to talk about it, let's talk about what you, you are doing. Got to take are. a break. Get my sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about what you are doing, which apparently is vegging on the couch, which I'm yes. excited to hear about. Vegging on the couch. You know, last Sunday, I, not this past Sunday, a week ago, I... I told Passan, I was like, I'm not moving. Like I'm staying upstairs and watching TV. That's all I'm doing. I'm not getting involved with the kids. They can have the TV on all day. I do not care. And he came up like a little while later and was like, oh, can you help me with it? And I'm like, no. I am <laughs> I, so impressed by that. I t- he was like, oh, I didn't know you were serious. And I'm like, that's on you. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I was not kidding. I need to veg. Like I need to recover. And um, I have no regrets. So on that day, I finished, I think I finished the whole first season of Kim's Convenience. Have you okay. watched this? No, but I've heard of it. Um, it is, my sister-in-law recommended it to me. It, I think there's three seasons. I'm on the third one, but it's a real cute show on Netflix. Um, it takes place in Canada. And here's what I'm learning. And I don't know if this is true. So we have both watched Working Moms. Yes. This is, that takes place in Canada also, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. and this will tie into another theme with more shows I have to talk about, but it's like a lot of the same actors or at least a couple. Um, So I'm like, what is, do you just have to like live in Toronto and then you can be on all the shows? Interestingly, (laughs) I was just listening to an episode today of scam goddess, our favorite show or podcast. And her guest was talking about how he does not like, shows that take place in Chicago for that reason. He used to live in Chicago and knew all the casting agents because they just, they just cap, cast the same people. And he's like, so I hate them all. Oh, fascinating. Okay. I've got to listen to that about all politics, baby. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I won't engage you there, <laughs> uh, but I felt like, I felt like we we're close. So I don't know. Go um, ahead. It's a super cute show. And the guy who plays the son, so it's about this family. Um, the the dad and mom are South Korean immigrants, and then their son and daughter are Canadian, South Korean. Is that it confuses me when I'm not using American as one of the descriptors. <laughs> Am I saying it correctly? <laughs> like you know how you would say African Americans, South Korean American, but when it's like not America, <laughs> it's yeah. South Korean Canadian, right? Yes. It's fine. We're very cultured, but um, <laughs> hey, that's on you. I'm sitting back and saying nothing. <laughs> um, so they, the parents are immigrants. The kids are first generation, and they um, are. It, it's kind of just about their life. There's their pre the events of the show. The dad and the son like have a falling out and are not speaking. So it's just kind of about like the family, and it's very lighthearted they do not like delve very deep. If if I had any complaints, it, my one complaint would be like delve deeper into like, and follow the, the, the storylines more. It's like very casual. Okay. Um, but it's just a really good show to have on kind of a filler show, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, the, the lead actor, the son is going to be in the new, Oh shoot. It's a Marvel movie and it's going to be the first Asian. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Oh, yes, the, yes, yes. The first Asian uh, character, like main superhero. Yep. I can't remember and, the name of it, but yes. Yeah, I can't either. But he, I believe, like tweeted at Marvel and was like, hey, you guys should do this. And I'd love to play the part. And then like, what, two years later, here we're at. Here we are. That's amazing. <laughs> like, he, he tweeted that a couple years ago. So um, I think it was a couple years ago. So that has been a very good filler show and I recommend it. Oh, that's um, great. 
And I didn't really, for some reason, again, like, because I'm American, I was like, assuming it was like in New York or something until like someone said, sorry. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So then, then it all clicked in because someone before had talked about like a school in Ontario and it didn't occur. I'm like, oh, okay. They've got a New York branch, I guess. Like, <laughs> I got, I got that. <laughs> I just like, I don't know. That took me longer than I am uh, proud to say, but that's amazing. Kim's Convenience. It's on Netflix. Check that one out. Um, I also finished Money Heist finally. Okay. Which leads me to the other thing I was going to say. So I was thinking of starting Elite, which is another Spanish uh, that like Spain Spanish okay. show, and it's like many of the same actors. So oh. I this is this is my confusion because I don't feel like a lot of shows that we turn on. I'm like, oh, that's the person from this other one that I just had on the other day, right? Uh, Am I false? You have clearly never watched a Christmas movie because <laughs> yes, that's they true. have a stable <laughs> of like six actors, period, male or female. So you're that's like true. You are not only were you in the last movie, you're literally playing the same character. So your right. your occupation okay. has changed maybe a little bit. That that segues well into what I was going to say next. Okay, well, first of all, Money Heist is amazing. I'm dying for the final season. Okay. I think it should be out right now. Um, also, I do feel like a Spanish person. Like I <laughs> basically feel like I'm fluent in Spanish. So we'll text our friend Chris and right. see. Well, actually, that's true. I texted you yesterday, and you were like, "Well, now I'm learning Spanish on Duolingo." Right, now and I'm, I'm doing like, Spanish okay. Duolingo. I my ego is like pretty high regarding Spanish. What that's all American, I want. What an American thing to watch like one thing <laughs> someone else's culture and be like. I speak this language now. I am Spanish. <laughs> so true and upsetting. But true. actually, Nora Beth's kindergarten is a Greek immersion school. And uh, so she speaks now a little bit of Greek. And now we were on the playground and heard someone speaking Korean. And she was like, I know they're speaking Greek. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> sure. Nora Beth and I are on the exact same level. <laughs> totally. She'll be like, guess if this is Greek, mama. And I'm like, well... <laughs> It's also Spanish, French, literally anything else. Like, and she's Any like, other language. And she's like, how do you think she's real into dinosaurs right now? They all are. And she's like, how do you think you say Ankylosaurus in Greek? And I was like, probably Ankylosaurus. And she was like, <laughs> and she goes, you speak it too? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I do. I do. That's true. <laughs> I, I started the Greek language. <laughs> um, yes, I'm all for, I'm all for this level of ego. Um, <laughs> Okay, holiday movies. So I watched just on a whim, Holiday. Oh yes, with Emma Roberts. Yes. Have you put that on yet? Not yet. It is so cute. I love. Okay. It. Well, I have like rules about my own holiday consumption. So okay, I let's won't, hear it. Well, I won't watch a holiday movie until after Thanksgiving, and then starting like Thanksgiving night, that is all I will watch until Christmas. Okay. Then Fair I enough. will not. I will not watch it again after Christmas. I don't want the reminders of the anticipation of Christmas on the 26th when I have 364. Okay, I get more that. Days. That's totally fair. I will say holiday takes place all year long. So oh, good. That's it's helpful. less, it's not like he, we, we fall in love in 14 days. Okay, and, good, 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 good. That is um, a, that is very different from many Christmas yes, movies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, it, there is a little bit, there, it, there's a little bit that's like, so almost like cringy. Okay. Um, cringy in the way that's like, you'll probably love it because it's like every other like Christmas movie. But I actually thought it was kind of unique. Like the take, I liked it. Um, there's a lot of like dry humor. Um, 
Kristen Chenoweth is in it in a small oh, love role. Her. And I love her. She's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So it was just really good. Um, well, I was thrilled to see, and by thrilled, whatever, take that however you want, that there is another version of the Princess Switch with Vanessa Hudgens. Yes. Who, it's like man, re-switched or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah, switched again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which like good good for Vanessa Hudgens, but I'm yes. also like I thought you were an amazing actress in High School Musical. Yes, now I'm doubting everything because right. she plays like caricature. It's just a lot, but I will watch it. There's also a new installment of um oh crap, hang on, let me find it. Uh, it's the royal. That one about the girl who blogs. Oh, yes. Okay. There's a, a didn't you have a baby this year? Hang on. Okay. Sorry. I'm gonna re-say it. Okay. okay. <laughs> there is a third installment of A Christmas Prince. Uh this right. so there was a Christmas Prince, a Christmas yeah. Prince, the Royal Wedding, and what uh-huh. naturally should follow, but the a Christmas year. Prince, the Royal Baby. Right. Um which just makes sense. The first year you meet someone, the next year you get married, the next year you have a baby. That's <laughs> logic. How it tracks. Yes. Um, so I'm thrilled for that. I love anything that happens in a foreign country that doesn't actually exist. Um, oh, so right. Like, uh, what's the one called in Princess Diaries? Uh, Moldovia. That must be where Christmas Prince takes place. It's, yeah, all, it's, not, it's, it's all Dovias. Aldovia. Yes, yes, yes. Something like that. Uh, oh, shoot. What is it? I'm like... <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now it's <laughs> a completely useless piece of trivia. I know, but this is one that I listen to other podcasts and I'm like, you idiots. It's- I know. Exactly. Exactly. The Princess Diaries. <laughs> I really want to get to it before you. Genovia. Genovia. <laughs> you beat me. <laughs> oh, I knew it was something almost like another thing, like Geneva. Right. right. That's how Moldovia is where this takes place, where it's like, well, it's almost the Maldives. Like <laughs> exactly. You just you just borrowed the Ovia from someone right. else. Right. Exactly. From Princess Diaries. <laughs> That's exactly it. But you didn't include Julie Andrews, so I don't right. know. it was a it was a budget for, a budget Julie Andrews. Yes. Um, but there are so many that are out on Netflix and that I'm thrilled about. And I will give David a huge shout out because when we first got married or got together, he really rolled his eyes and would not join me in my consumption of holiday movies. And just like this weekend, he was like, guess what time it almost is. And I was like, what? And he was like, Christmas movie time. And even yesterday he was like, it's about, do you want to start now? Like, when do you want to start? That's Um, adorable. I will say I was just looking at, up Netflix lineup. So they have all of the A Christmas Prince movies. They also have A Princess for Christmas, unrelated, nice. and uh, Christmas with a Prince. So, so not Christmas Prince or Christmas Princess. Right. This is Christmas with a Prince. Okay. So there's a lot, but um, I, I forgot. I might that- get into that this year. I mean, Passan would literally never, but I think I might for myself. <laughs> yeah, it's just, they're just feel good. And that's really yeah. all we need. I mean, we need that a lot this year, especially since we'll probably be quarantining over Christmas. Yeah, that's right. And when are they going to film next year's Christmas movies? I want to exactly. know. It'll all be, it'll all be Zoom related. Like Ugh, there's no, there's no question. That it there's will be. no question. There'll definitely be like Zoom, Zoom meet, like someone falls in like an office worker falls in love with another office worker via zoom because or like they, they like ac- 
they accidentally like type in the wrong Zoom ID, but like oh, instead of yes. instead of exiting the meeting as anyone would, they somehow get roped into pitching an idea that they don't know yes. about. Oh my gosh, yes. Someone definitely like the hot main girl will accidentally have her camera on when she's getting dressed. Oh, for sure. And, and like, like there'll be mistaken be identity. Yes. 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 Uh, I'm definitely. into it. Also, yeah. Dolly Parton has some Christmas two Christmas specials out. And nice. I will consume anything that she puts uh, out. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about this a little bit more next week or whenever we record again. But uh, we love Dolly Parton always, but especially right now. Yeah, and <laughs> while she's we always are, amazing. But while we take our holiday break, not yet, but when we do, if you have not yet listened to the podcast Dolly Parton's America, it will probably go down in history as my top three favorite podcasts ever. I highly recommend it. I actually haven't even, so I'll have to check it out. You really need to. It is phenomenal start to finish. Well, that is good to know. I'll put that on my list. Uh, the last thing that I watched to talk about is uh, finally, I finally watched Parasite. Oh, okay. After almost a year. <laughs> okay. I still have not. So it is very, the thing that I am kicking myself is I spoiled something a little bit by reading a BuzzFeed listicle yeah, and yeah. like months ago. And, but so I, I wish I hadn't done that because I was kind of looking for one very small detail, which was a little bit critical to the whole plot, Got it. but it is such a good conversation about class, like, and just how things play out for like the upper class and the lower class. Like it is very, very good in that way. Like it really does make you think and without even saying a lot, like it's, it's a very good, it's a very good movie. I thought it was supposed to be a thriller for some reason and it is not. So, okay. Well, that's there's good that. To know. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was brave watching it and I'm not. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's good to know. Yes, exactly. I don't know what I was thinking of, but it was really good. <laughs> it was definitely heavier. Um, so probably want to go ahead and intersperse that with some of some of your Christmas specials. Um, I have continued to not watch any more of Ratched. So uh, that's my update there. Um, and we have watched more of My Next Guest Needs No Interruption with David Letterman, which I highly recommend uh, uh-huh. watching episodes when you need just like a standalone thing. Very oh good. yeah, yeah. Also a reminder, The Office is leaving Netflix at the end of the year. So we are... Oh, I forgot about that going through it for the umpteenth time and we are now on season eight for the umpteenth time oh man i need to rewatch my favorite episodes top one is obviously dinner party oh dinner party for sure is a top yeah very good anyway well we wanted to keep it shorter this is not that much shorter but (laughs) yeah but you know what here's here's where we are as if we thought that we would make it shorter yes exactly um let us know what you thought about this kind of format um if you like this kind of content and um We hope you have a good Thanksgiving and we will see you soon. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. We're thankful for each and every one of you. Yes. Gosh, I sound nicer. (laughs) (laughs) I am also thankful. I'm sure you are. (laughs) All right. Talk to you later. Bye. (laughs) 